Ladies and gentlemen, we are live coming to you from the internet. Introducing first with a professional record of a five-star rating and the future winners of the Fight Pick Championship, Ricky Reed, Buddy Harlow, the MMA Marks Podcast. What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you doing? This is MMA Marks, two guys that love to mark out on all things MMA. I'm your host, Ricky, and as always, I'm with the man, the streamer master, Buddy. How you doing, Bud? What's up? Oh, man, I'm doing good. I, I'm sitting here just waiting to fucking do the stream and, I mean, not the stream, the uh, the, the podcast. <laughs> you said streams are having me streaming on the mind, but I was like, man, I feel like we ain't did a podcast in forever. Actually, we only—it's only been a week, but a lot has but happened it, in this week, man. I mean, we yeah, had that's why. Two for real, fight because cards. We went, two events. Yeah, two fight cards this week. Crazy, and it went by really quick. And it actually—they were actually stacked fucking cards. Couldn't believe. I mean, these cards were really, really good. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, um, for some reason I just had some had problems like staying awake. Really? But not not during not during each event. I mean, not during. It was one of them. Like the one as soon as it was off, as soon as it, uh, the 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 fights were over, I passed out. <laughs> and then another one, uh, I was literally falling asleep before the fight started. But somehow, oh, that was the one I cared less about. I didn't. You know what I mean? The one I was able to stay awake. So was that was that the Anthony Smith card or was that the Overeem card? Overeem card. The Overeem card, okay. I just felt like, you know, well, for one, I missed the fucking fight picks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, now we speculated that in our fight pick championship that this week would play hell with people and fight picks. And by God, if we weren't right, I mean, a bunch of people missed their fight picks. Yep. But, I mean, I can't say that anybody really capitalized on it other than Grampy back. He jumped up a whole hell of a lot. Hell yeah. But I didn't miss my fight picks, and I couldn't capitalize on the shit because... I did good the one, but... Or did okay or whatever, but really... I wouldn't even have did well the one I missed. I maybe me would have made 25 more extra points. Right. So, oh, man. It is what it is. But everybody was mad when they missed their picks. Alpha missed his picks. He's in first place. Now, let's address that real quick, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> All right? All right. All of a sudden, you know, I tried to bend the rules for myself. And right. obviously, everybody wasn't down with that shit. No. Then, backlog times, girlfriend Alpha misses Uh-oh. and... Has like the similar excuses, like you know, you know, whatever. We all have a legit excuse of why we miss. But he tried to give me, oh, we should let him pass. Like, bro, did we let any of the other people pass? That's unfair for everybody else that we didn't let pass. And then, and then all of a sudden, everybody wants to add extra fight picks to the net, to the to the card. 
because the main event changed, but it was like two last minute, you know? Yeah. With the with the latest with the latest things going on lately, it's like the fight card changes at the drop of a dime really quickly. It's it just crazy how fast the fight changes. I mean, we had uh Carl Robertson and Marvin Vittori just like not just decide to cancel. And and then they tried to. Then Vittori tried to fight him in the in the hotel. Did you see that? Yeah, it turned into Julian Lane. I know. Let me back, bro. bro. Let me back. I do let you. I thought bang. there was something going on. Why they didn't fight? Nothing happened. You know, nobody knows what happened with that. Um, Robertson had a illness due to a weight cut, and he decided to pull out of the fight. He said he was too ill due to the weight cut. And then uh, Vittori seen him in the hall of the hotel and flipped out. He's like, you look fine to fight now. Why don't you fight me right now? Fight me right now, motherfucker. Blah, blah, blah. And went off. Yeah, like a little pussy. <laughs> Fuck Vittori. <laughs> okay. Fuck Vittori, then. You already know. I've been saying that. I said that everywhere. People say something like, Fuck Vittori. <laughs> Victoria, really? Because he's a bitch. Oh my god! What's the secret, Victoria? <laughs> you go. So yeah, uh, you want you want to uh, go down the whole fights, or you want to just pick out a few to talk about? No, we can go down the whole thing. I mean, we had uh, Chase Sherman taking on uh, Ike uh, Villanova from the jump, and I mean Villanova's debuting and Chase Sherman's coming back from a long layoff and uh what did you think about this fight to start off this this whole I think, Wednesday fight I card? think Chase Sherman looked fucking great he looked and, like a world beater huh I said he looked like a world beater out there man he was just piecing that boy up yeah and after he after he won what was his second round knockout yes sir yeah, after one, he's talking to fucking DC, talking about, you know, when you get a thing, a, a ten-piece wing, and you get eleven. <laughs> That's how this feels. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put things. And then, uh, then right after that, we had Hunter Azure taking on Brian Kelleher. And Brian, hey, what? Ke- what happened there, huh? Brian Kelleher did what I said he was going to do <laughs> and knocked that son of a bitch out in the second round because Hunter Azure likes to uh, be aggressive too much. He doesn't know when to back off. And he got clipped. Boy, did he ever take a left hook straight to the dome and just drop like a sack of bricks. It was great. What did you think about that fight? Yeah, I mean... Sorry, I just got really confused. <laughs> we are talking about Hunter Asher and Brian Kelleher fight. <laughs> yeah, I believe that Brian Kelleher was just a lot more in tune with his corner. Yeah, and I think that's what I think that's what won him the fight, and I think that that plays a, a big factor in everything because he. Um, Because he's a veteran, and I think that plays a big factor. Sorry, he's a veteran, and he's able to. Um, I think all the veterans probably are going to win now. 
if if to, if they keep it with no crowd. Right. I think he is the like you said the more veteran guy, and uh, I just think Hunter got a little little over aggressive and like kind of like that rookie uh, doing everything a little too much, and uh, it it cost him. Mm-hmm. He got he got too comfortable. He was like, "Oh, I can take these hits. I can take these." Oh no, I can't. <laughs> he dropped real quick. Yep. And then we hit. and he didn't really look that good he, as good as he normally looks. He just he kind of looked stale. Yeah, he did look. I, I was talking about Hunter. Yeah, I'm talking about Hunter too. I I mean I wouldn't say stay a uh, uh, stiff like he couldn't move right like his. That's sh- what I meant by stale. He, I mean whatever, same shit. Yeah, I guess yeah, same <laughs> shit. But his shoulders weren't moving the the way it the way you would expect them to to move. You know. Yeah. And then, uh, uh yeah, we're talking about what the next fight. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, did I get that one right or did you? For the next fight? Yeah. The next fight, you got that one dead on. You said, and you got that one dead wrong. No, <laughs> not dead wrong because I picked Morales too, but I just picked first oh. round KO. And you picked, Dude, uh, I, thought, I thought you picked wrong. I thought you picked the other guy. My bad. So the next fight was uh, Gabriel Benitez taking on Omar Morales, and Omar Morales just pretty much—I wouldn't say dominated him, but he pieced him up a good bit. Bro, you remember the fucking cut on the dude's leg from our, <laughs> from their shins clashing or whatever? Oh my God, you could stick a stack of quarters in that. It Bro, was that was nasty. so nasty. But both these guys look good, um, and they both had a similar style. It's just Omar had a. I think he's just a lot. He was a lot bigger and stronger. Really, he was just a bigger, stronger guy. Yeah. But man, when them them knees, I mean, them shins kept clashing, and you seen the gash in that. I mean, it must have been inch and a half wide by what six inches. You can see the bone. Yeah, and you can see the bone, and he's still kicking people with it. Oh my god, (laughs) still kicking with it. But he's the one that lost. So fuck him. (laughs) Yeah, we share. We share a tattoo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's um, close enough. <laughs> yeah. He's got wings on his. Oh, man. All right. And then uh, moving on, we got the first female fight of the night. We got Sajar Eubanks taking on Sarah Morris. Dude. What did you think about this? I think DC coached the shit out of Eubanks in this one. Really? What? Why do you say that? I feel like DC was... I don't know. It, it, DC was there, right? In this one? Uh, no. No, he This wasn't. is why I'm saying this. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm obviously fucking high. <laughs> Didn't she say she's upset because DC wasn't there because she was looking forward to DC coaching her? Yes. There we go. That's why I said that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so, did, so did OSP. But, I mean... Uh... Yeah, I mean, uh, whatever. I mean, she I, didn't look she didn't look amazing at all. I'm not impressed at all. I don't really like her. <laughs> I think she looked pretty dominant, man. I mean, she was definitely uh, <sighs> Bro, come on now. What? What? Tell me I'm Who's she going to beat? Who's she going to beat? Anybody? Who who isn't she going to beat? Who isn't she? Uh, gonna beat? That's 135. 
I can't even think of anybody in the one fucking 35 division. <laughs> <laughs> oh Let me uh, da, 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 do this. Is she gonna be Valentina? Well, she's you, not one thirty-five, is she? She can be. She she rarely goes up, but she can. And no, she won't. Uh, is she gonna beat Aspen Lad? She could. Is she gonna be? No, I don't think she'll beat Aspen Lad. Boy, we know she's not beating Amanda Nunes, but I mean, I think she could. She could. She could beat anybody in the uh, top. I'd say five through ten she could beat. Anybody above the top five she she'd probably lose to. But she deserves to be in the top ten. If she can consistently make weight. I don't know, man. I mean, well, whatever. <laughs> You're like, I don't it's... give a fuck about her. I really don't, let's be honest. <laughs> Alright, so what did you think about the next fight then? You got uh Michael Johnson taking on T.I. Uh, Tiago Moises. Hey, I was surprised uh, that he he put he was able to finish Johnson. I didn't think Johnson was gonna let him finish him. Oh, that knee bar was tight, or the, uh, it's like a I wouldn't say it's a knee bar, but it's a reaping the knee pretty much. I mean, he had a heel hook, but he didn't hook the ankle. He hooked the knee and rolled with it. So it just stretched out his knee and his his ankle and everything. Yeah, well, and and Michael Johnson was tapping like crazy, man. He was he couldn't wait to get out of there. I wonder if he's gonna uh, stick stick around, man. He's nineteen and sixteen. I don't know. Who's got like is it is he getting almost as bad as record as fucking uh, Choo Choo motherfucker? Oh man, Artem Lobov. I hope not, cause the record's cl- like I feel like the record's close. It it's pretty close. I mean, you make me want to look it up now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! He is thirteen and fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I got, I got our mobile fourteen and fifteen. <laughs> but okay, that's saying pretty close. Yeah. What, who? What's what's their la- What's Artem's last fight on that one? Uh, Michael Johnson. <laughs> that's weird that they gave him fourteen. Fourteen wins, fifteen losses, one no contest. Yeah, I got thirteen, and, and that's weird. Thirteen and fifteen, mm-hmm. one draw, one no contest as well. Okay. Huh. Hmm. That's funny. But yeah, they are very similar, similar fights. And he <laughs> lost to Michael Johnson, though. I guess uh, loser left town, huh? <laughs> loser stayed in town too. They were both fucking losers. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, almost, almost spit out my drink. <laughs> All right, so. Moving on, we got the main event of the prelims. I, I guess yeah, this was, yeah, this was kind of the main event of the prelims. I would say, even though it happened on the main card, um, Andre Arlovski taking on uh, Felipe Linz. Now, what did you think about this fight? How did it go for you? And uh, I wasn't too into this fight. I kind of tuned out. Really. Yeah, I didn't think it was that exciting. I don't know. 
I, I thought for a 40-year-old guy, I mean, Andre was looking right, really good. He just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He just kind of, he stayed dominated. It's a training partner of his. Yeah, I thought Phil, I, I thought Felipe Lins was going to beat him. I mean, coming into this fight, I was like, man, yeah, he should definitely win this fight. Yeah, I don't know. Just something about that fight just didn't interest me. Maybe it just didn't seem like he was, you know, too too violent about it. Right. He didn't. It didn't look like he was trying to trying to go for the finish. It looked like he was actually trying to to make it last to decision and get the decision win. And which he did. He he uh, Andre wins uh, via decision on this. And it wasn't too bad, but I expected a little bit more fireworks than what we got. But still, Andre looked great for uh, the veteran that he is. Yeah. All right, so we, we've we kind of covered that uh, Carl Robson and uh, Marvin Vittori, or Victoria, is not fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll move on to the next fight, which would be Ricky Simone taking on Ray Borg. Uh, Ricky Simone not rocking the mullet anymore. What the hell's up with that one? I was a little surprised to see that. And uh, were you surprised of how the fight went down? Uh, I don't even remember it right now, to be honest. All right, well, Ricky Simone came out and he pretty much pieced him up and Ray Borg came out like a crazy person and matched him in his striking ability which I found really crazy like I, I like we were talking before that Ray Borg's just gonna wrestle him to the ground and and take take him take him down and hold him there pretty much throughout the whole match but that yeah. didn't, that didn't really happen Actually, when when it did go to the ground, Ricky Simone was getting the better of the the exchanges, and uh, yeah, and overall, I think that's what won him the decision is uh, the ground game because he almost took his bag, got him in that crucifix. Um, yeah, he just he just dominated the positions and and did damage where he needed to. So uh, Ricky Simone comes out on top on this one. And Ray Borg goes back to the drawing board, but by any means, I don't think Ray Borg fell in in this loss. I don't think he 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 lost any ground. If anything, he definitely improved his striking game, like double from where it was. So I think he he has something to be proud about, and uh, he's he didn't lose. I don't think he lost a rank in this, did he? Was he ranked at all? Do you um who Ray Borg Ricky or Ray Borg. Let's say Ricky or Ray Borg. Hold on. I can tell you right now. That will be... Um, Ricky or Ray Borg. What, what, what did they fight at? Didn't Ray Borg move up? Yeah, he's fighting at Bantamweight now. So this was his first Bantamweight fight. So I wouldn't say he's ranked, but he's, he's definitely... Yeah. Uh, and R- Ricky is not ranked. Ray Borg's not ranked. Okay. I think a few more, like two more fights, and Ricky Simone would be right up there. Right up there. He's got a lot of tough, tough opponents. Like who? Who's a tough opponent for Ricky Simone? 
in the top 15. Do you yeah. hit, I'll just list the I'll, I'll list from 12 down. Okay. Okay. Dominic Cruz is 12th. Oh my god, really? <laughs> John Dotson is 13. Holy shit. Okay. 14 is Song Yadong. 15 is Marlon Vera. Well, he fought Marlon Vera already. Uh, he fought Faber and lost. He's not going to fight Cruz. Cruz is going to retire before then. Um, maybe he'll fight Dotson? Or did he fight Dotson? Not sure. I don't think so. He hasn't fought many people like that are that notable. Right. He's 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 went uh, he went toe to toe with a lot of up and comers that were in the same you know he's been keeping it pretty even with his like who he's fighting yeah Rob Font Uriah Faber uh, Hani Yaha who won between him and Rob Font uh, Rob Font beat him via decision and... okay and Rob Font's number ten in the weight class okay and then he took over Carter Lamas which was pretty good and then. He took on Montel Jackson and uh, Marab. Uh, I can't say his last name, but everybody knows it's Sarah's boy Marab, and he beat him. Yeah, but that was a bullshit win. He knocked him out. No, he didn't. It was a it was a, a technical choke. But really, he <laughs> he did, the the bell rang. Uh huh. And he dropped. And no. It was. It, it, they said, "Oh, we we noticed that you were out." Even though he was, he got right up after the bell rang and everything. Oh, mm. don't watch that fight again, bro. It'll piss you off. <laughs> okay. Mm. All right. So, Rick Simone takes it on. Uh, takes on the win. And where do you think he goes from here? Who would you have him fight next? I don't know. Um... Song Yudong, fuck it. <laughs> really? Okay. Why not? Well, he just, he just, well, yeah, I guess they both won. That would be it, yeah. All right. So, moving on to the next fight. Did you like this fight? This fight was pretty cool to me. Uh, Alexander Hernandez taking on Drew Dober. I mean, oh, yeah. Of course I fuck, dude, first of all, I called this one to a T. Not really. Okay, almost, fine. Almost, you got. When, you, yeah, I don't. I don't mean like I didn't mean it to a T. Like, um, like twenty five, hot twenty five. I meant like I knew exactly what. Like meaning like Drew Dober is just gonna beat the fuck out of him because he's a little bitch. <laughs> he quit. He quit. He quit in that match, and that pisses me off a little bit. But he's just, a little bitch, dude, and and really he's just not good, bro. Yeah, I wouldn't have him back. I really wouldn't. He's and, he, and I found out just from seeing other people like talking and tweeting and just talking to me like you know when we were talking about fights, a lot of people feel the same way. You know, a lot of people people have different reasons why they don't fuck with him, but fuck him. Yeah. Drew Dober's cool as fuck though. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that all day. Drew Dober's. Uh, Drew Dober's. I'm starting to come around. I'm starting to become a fan of Drew Dober. I told you, motherfucker. I mean, he's 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 the real. And deal. he's Gaethje's he's Gaethje's training partner. Oh, is that man. what he said? I have I didn't know that. I thought he said that in the in the post fight interview. Hmm. That that would explain a lot. And and he's talking about fighting. Who did he ask to fight? 
Gregor Galipsy or something? Uh, no. I, I don't remember. I almost want to say it was something like that. Who was it? Um, I don't know. Damn. Or was he talking about fighting Felder? I think he called out Felder. Yeah, I think he did call out Felder. Yeah, because cause I remember because it was somebody that was in the building. So it had to be Felder because Felder Either called him Felder. or John Anik. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what did you think of the co-main event, man? Ben Rothwell taking on OSP. Uh, man, this shit was fucking super disappointing. OSP coming up uh, to heavyweight for the first time. And OSP was not ready. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think he was ready. He didn't use any of the wrestling like I expected him to. Um, he tried to kind of fight him. Like, I know it's a fight, but not brawl. You don't have to brawl against somebody like that anymore. The sport has evolved a little bit. And uh, hey, he didn't evolve with it. Well, it's just he let, him, he let, he let Rothwell hang on him. Yeah. And it's just... I don't know. But the cool thing about this fight is it brought on a lot of controversy with John Jones. It did. It did. Now, what did... I mean, we could wait to get into that if you want, or we can talk about it now and get it out of the way. Uh, We'll talk about it later. Fuck it. Okay, okay. We'll move on. So... We'll bring bring it up again, like, about this fight or whatever. All right, all right. So, this is the controversy... Here comes the controversy for this whole card is in this main event. Anthony Smith taking on Clover Teixeira. Now, I called this shit from jump. And I was damn close. <laughs> but uh, Clover Teixeira takes it with a fifth round knockout. And it was a mercy stoppage. What do you think about this fight? They could. The ref could have stopped it. Way in advance, way before it got stopped, uh, the corner should have called it. I don't care what Anthony Smith is saying after this. He even said that the ref, if the ref apologized, uh, somebody said the ref apologized. The ref did for, apologize. And he said, I, he says, in my opinion, that it was a coward move. That's what Anthony Smith said about the ref fucking apologizing. <laughs> No, that wasn't a coward's move. And, he, and, he's, and he's, like, making fun of every... Or he's, like, talking shit on everybody that said that his corner sucked and all this. His corner he's did? Saying, Dude, they're the same... Isn't they the same corner that did, uh... Mike... Or whatever the fuck his name was? The guy that Mike Davis beat the shit out of? And didn't fucking throw in the tail? Was it? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a that's a horrible corner right there, man. I You remember how... And you remember how many shots Juan Adams took by Greg Hardy? <laughs> oh my God, that was the horrible. ref didn't stop it, neither did the corner. Yeah, I mean it's a and it's the same corner, by the way, with with that one too. Jesus, it's <sighs> like yo, if you see your boy just getting smacked in the hand, the ref's not stopping it. Yo, stop that fucking fight. Yeah, you know your boy's not gonna come back. I'm serious. That Juan Adams took like a hundred hits to the head that time, that that match. Yeah, I remember that. Greg Hardy whipped his ass. But I mean, what what did you think about Anthony Smith basically quitting in the third round, and then kind of going back out there and running through the motions, the 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 uh, fourth and most of the fifth. 
I think Anthony Johnson's done. I mean, Anthony Smith's John, done. You think so? Like, I don't think he has it in him anymore. I mean, it, the little bit that he did have. Yeah. I mean, he he did his run. He he, you know, like some out of nowhere, somebody's like, they're they're not performing up to their what they did of you know a few fights ago. Sometimes it happens, you know, not right away, but sometimes it happens quickly in your career. Yeah. I thought I thought it was kind of weird, like. Uh, an almost championship fighter has somebody. I, I'm not making making light of this in any way. Uh, I just think it's a little odd that you know you have somebody breaking your house and you are a championship heavyweight contender or light heavyweight contender, and he makes it out of that house walking. I just don't. I don't understand. I don't understand that. How how somebody can. When I when I heard that the guy was okay and that he didn't, and then Anthony froze and everything, and I know it's a scary thing in real life and and UFC is a sport, but it just it just made me question his uh, what's that what's that his aggression level, and and you could tell his aggression level has went down in the last couple fights. He just doesn't have that that fire that he used to have once John Jones beat him. It was just like, eh, I can't win. I'm done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think uh I don't think we'll be seeing too much more Anthony Smith coming back. I mean, it, he will come back and do a couple more fights, I'm sure, but I just don't think he's gonna even come close to challenging for the title anymore. Yep. Like I I I don't know I just I'm not interested in seeing him fight anymore. And when and when this was all going and, down, and this whole attitude towards the fans that said that his corner sucked, kind of kind of made me not a fan anymore. To be honest. Yeah, yeah I could I can understand. It's like we're not we're just trying not to see you die out there, and you're not even about that. It's just like the corner made fucking mistakes, bro. You're getting fucked up. They should have called it. Uh, you got beat on longer than what you should have. You, and, and the thing is, like you were you you you. You obviously were already broke. Like, he broke your fucking will. Yeah, I mean, you walk to the corner saying your teeth are falling out. I mean, you... And then, and then on top of that, like, in the in the fourth or the fifth round, I forget which one. I think it was the fourth round. Uh, Glover takes him down and is on his back, and he's beating him in his head. And he's apologizing to him as he's beating him in the head. Did you see that? Yeah, he was like saying, "What do you say?" He said, uh, "He said, sorry, man, part of the job. Sorry, man, part of the job." And he, and he goes, "It's and he says it's all good." Yeah, Anthony's like, "It's all good. It is what it is." Crack, crack, crack. <laughs> Gets his head beat in a little bit more. It's like, oh my god, like, come on. Just the, the ref. The ref was. I don't know who was in the wrong more. Was it the ref, the corner, or Anthony? Probably the corner. The corner? Yeah, because, like, I mean, obviously he's kind of defending himself. He's not, you know, and he's tough, so he's not really, he's too tough for his own good, like a lot of fighters. Right. So the ref, the ref's letting him finish because he's moving, and he's not exactly literally going unconscious. Right. And then you got um, him, who's, he's just trying not to look like a bitch, really. That's that's what that's about. Yeah. And then you got the corner, who literally only wants him to keep continuously fighting, continuing the fight, because if he wins somehow miraculously, 
then their paychecks are better. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's. I think a, that's what it, I think that has to do with everything and why the corner wouldn't throw in a tail. Yeah, but we everybody knew. I think everybody but the corner knew that that fight was not going their way in, in no capacity whatsoever. It was like he was he was begging to be pulled out of that fight, and they they, they just said, "Go back in there." We'll pick your teeth up later. Oh, well, matter of fact, it, wa- it wasn't that fucking up. serious. I think it was. He didn't beg. When a fighter, now, some, somebody that begged was uh, that bitch against Amanda Nunes, and her corner was like, "No, you get back out there." <laughs> oh, yeah, Raquel Pennington. She's like, "I'm done. I'm done. Please, I'm done." And they're like, "No, you got one more round. Go." <laughs> and she just folded out there. That was that was a fucked up corner too. I'd be yep. curious to see if that's the same corner. That's the it's same corner. These corner men need to uh, have a have a serious talking to, and I wouldn't I wouldn't want them cornering me if that if that's the case. Yeah, I really don't think it is. But that was that was just Wednesday. I mean, we still had Saturday to get through too, and and then Friday night comes, and a couple more people miss their picks. Juice, you and uh, Dar Smokes miss their picks, and then uh, we have this great fight card with uh, Alistar Overeem and Walt Harris. Um, now they, I think they overdid the Walt Harris thing with, you know, the yeah. death of his stepdaughter, and uh, I mean, as tragic as it is, I just, I just wouldn't want my family business to be blasted across the screen like that i don't know maybe maybe it's just my preference but how would you feel about something like that if you had to if you could imagine yourself going through something like that you already know i wouldn't let that shit go down right right it's it's just not it's not public business i would tell them that don't even say that shit right (laughs) that's what i would think too i'd be like just just be happy i'm back you don't need to make a big deal of this My, my family's been through enough but it seemed like he was embracing it. It seemed like, oh, I'm gonna win, and and this is gonna be a great comeback story, and blah 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 blah. He tried. Yeah, but I mean, he's been under such stress and such such craziness. I think there's controversy in that fight as well, but we'll get into that. Okay, yeah, we'll get into that. So let's start at the bottom with this whole fight card then. So jumping down, we had we started out this fight with a heavyweight battle with uh uh. I'm going to try and get this name right. Uh, Rogerio Nascimento Ferreira taking on Dante Mays. That's definitely Rodrigo or something like that, or Hodrario, yeah, I guess, what I said. maybe. Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Anyway, who cares? Uh, two big motherfuckers going at it. Yeah. Dude fucking su- subbed them out pretty easy, it felt like. Dante Mays like. quit, man. He quit. Yeah. Big titties quit. <laughs> I got a couple I got a couple kids in here and they were watching the fights with me and the one the one little boy goes, Man, he's got some big nipples. Weird. It's like, oh my god. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um so Dante Mays uh gets subbed out pretty quick. 
and I don't know where he goes from here, and I don't know where uh, Nascimento goes from here either. Um, so moving on, we had uh, the women's bout of this, the the first women's bout, or the only women's bout of this this fight, or no, I'm sorry, the first one. Uh, we got Courtney Casey taking on uh, Mara Romello Barella. I cannot remember what submission did she win with. Uh, Courtney Casey. Uh, yeah. What was I don't it? even remember this fight enough. I'm trying to remember, but I really am not remembering it. It had to be a rear naked choke. I'm pretty sure it was. Because I remember her taking no, it back. No, it was. She screamed, remember? Oh, it was the arm bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was the arm bar. Go. That's right. Because she kept setting know. it up. She kept letting her take her down, letting her take her down. And she was setting up the arm bar for a long time. And when she snapped it on, it was it was good night. Yeah. Now I can't remember. I I know this was Courtney Casey's first uh, one twenty five fight, but I don't know if she moved up from one fifteen or moved down from one thirty five. I know she was one or the, one or the other. I don't even know. Um. But yeah, she came in. She was like at the top of her weight class, either in one fifteen or one thirty five. I'm I'm saying one fifteen probably, because she she was fighting top 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 stars, and now she's uh just dominating a weight class above or below, and uh yeah I got I got good uh good vibes about her. She's gonna do well. Yeah. So. Uh. So I was I remember now I was streaming during these fights, but still watching them. Uh huh. Up until uh, midway through or at the end of this match. I can't remember. The next one. Oh, okay. So yeah, this... Nate, Nate Landwehr and Darren Elkins. Yes, Derek the Damage Elkin lives up to his name. When he gets cut, blood flies. And this was like something out of a movie. These guys were going back and forth so bad. I mean, the blood was everywhere. It was like splattering from cage side to cage side, the mat looked like uh, a paintball match. It was just splattered everywhere, and and Darren Elkins was just loving it, and he was fighting tooth and nail, did not care, was just getting it in, and uh, Nate Landwehr was piecing him up pretty much. I mean, he was taking his licks too, but he was getting the better of the of the exchanges, and at one point. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, Darren Elkins hits Nate Landwehr in the forehead and knocks his whole hair back, like like uh, Nate Nate was wearing a wig or something. <laughs> his whole hair flies back, and he looks like a bald a bald old man. Was... I remember when I was watching that fight, I just kept saying, "I hate his hair." <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking weird looking. Yeah, it, and I, I think I remember talking about it. it looked like Trailer Park Boxing because Nate would walk around and just be Ric Flair going, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> He's like, come on, boy, come on, boy, woo, woo, woo. And uh, <laughs> Darren Elkins is just bleeding everywhere like, come on, let's fight, come on, let's fight. <laughs> but they put on a hell of a show. I, I got to say that was probably one of the better fights of the night, if not the best fight of the night. It made me stop streaming so I could watch the rest of the fights. Yeah. Yeah. But in the end, um, Nate Landwehr gets the decision. And, yeah. And uh, 
he comes out and says that he beat up Darren Elkins worse than uh, the champion did. So he deserves to be in the top ten. <clears throat> Do you agree with that statement? He's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> featherweight, you man, you know how many fucking killers and featherweight will whip his ass. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, uh, you know, let's let's just like go the couple top fifteeners. Let's see, uh, featherweight. Uh, Fuck it, just give Medson Barbosa next. <laughs> give him Sadiq Yusuf. Ooh, he's number God. fourteen in the world. Holy crap! Sadiq would just murked him. I mean, Ryan Hall, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh man, yeah. Arnold Allen, Danny Gay's number 15. Who's that other uh, jujitsu guy that should go up against uh, Ryan Hall? What's his name? Oh. Uh, oh, you're talking about uh, Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, there he is. Bryce Mitchell taking on Ryan Hall. I want to see that fight. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah. So, moving on from Darren Elkins and Nate Landwehr, we had, uh, what was ghost supposed to be Mike Davis taking on Giga Chukasi, but or Chikazi, whatever you want to say. Uh, but in what would have to be the shortest notice I've ever seen, which was 48 hours, you have Mike Davis pulled out of the fight due to illness from a weight cut, and out comes Erwin Rivera. Moving up a weight class from 135 to 145 to fight Giga Chikazi. And holy crap, this kid was on fire. I mean, yeah, he looked really good. He, I mean, this is a good fight. He was jumping leg kicks, like not checking them, just jumping them. Like, like he was a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah. And then, then gets kneed in the face. I mean, cold cocked in the face. Drops to a knee and then comes up within a millisecond with a three-piece combo. And, I mean, he gave Giga a, a fight to remember. Uh, and I want to see this guy on a full camp. I mean, good Lord. I, I, I think uh, uh, Rivera's stock just went through the roof with this, uh, with this, out, with this outgoing and showing. And But uh, in the end... I mean, you you could noticeably see the difference between the two. I mean, Giga had it was him. the size advantage that really did it in. Yeah, I said Giga had him by like eight inches, and it looked to be like twenty pounds. It was really hard for him. It was like you know he had to do so much just to get inside. Yeah, yeah, but he was doing everything. He was doing it. Yes, he was. And he had, a, he had his gas tank was pretty fucking good. <sighs> I mean, it went it went the whole three too, the all fifteen minutes, and and uh, Giga wasn't he wasn't dominating. I mean, he won the fight via decision, but he wasn't dominating that fight by any means. I mean, he was just a bigger guy. But I, yeah, I'm looking forward to to Rivera coming in to a real a real fight, full camp uh, at one thirty five. Oh yeah. So, uh, moving on, we had uh, Anthony Hernandez taking on Kevin Holland. This is a middleweight fight. Anthony yeah. Fluffy Hernandez taking on Kevin Holland with the Kung Fu Master, Kevin Holland. And uh, Kevin Holland made short work of this guy. I mean, just hit him in the body and 
after that knee in the body, it was over pretty much. Yeah. And, you know, when he was walking out, Anthony Hernandez, he looked like a whole different person, bro. Like, completely different. Normally, he looks chubby. Yeah. And, and, and now he's, like, a skinny, fit guy. It was so weird. A big trans, trans, transformation. Yeah. And uh, it actually had me nervous. But he, Kevin Holland even said that in the game plan, he, he noticed that he got skinnier. And he said that he's got a buddy who, when he loses a bunch of weight, his belly gets fucking weak. He says, so that was the game plan. Attack that belly. Damn. And he did. He, yep. He made short work of him. Uh, Kevin Holland takes the first round knockout over Anthony Hernandez. So moving on to what we call the main event of the prelims, we had uh, Matt Brown taking on uh, Miguel Bieza. Now, Matt Brown is a hell of a veteran. I thought he had retired years ago. I don't know about you. Um, no, he, we've seen him fight in the past couple of years. Really? Who, yeah, who? he's been pretty active, bro. Are you serious? Yes. Hold on. I did not think so. I did not. No, I did not think that he was uh, retired for years because I just think that he always says he's retiring. Okay. He fought once in 2017. He fought Diego Sanchez. That was in November of 2017. Then he didn't fight again till December of 2019, and he fought Ben Saunders. Then fast forward to now, then he fights Miguel Biazia. So, that's, I mean, that's pretty normal, dude. That's that's once a year. I mean, he he skipped no, 2018. Yeah, he skipped 2018. But I mean, but he was he was doing the late. Yeah, it's the end of the year type shit. Um, so, I mean, I guess, I guess he's, he's just, he's just being more careful with his fights. Yeah. But this one, he wasn't careful. This one, uh, you know, nah, man, I mean, he, he was winning, dude. I mean, he was, he, he almost had him out. He did. He, in the first round, he almost had him out. And then it was like, he hit that, he hit that wall with his gas tank. And, uh, Miguel comes out in the second round to just, he kept, you know what was funny? I don't know if you noticed that, but I think I think somebody said it on the on the commentary. But like when he would he would when Matt Brown would move forward, he would lead with his head. He would like lead with his head in and then swing, lead with his head in and then swing. And I think Miguel t- started timing that. And in the second round, he did it one uh, one time, and Miguel missed. And then he tried it again, and Miguel hit him with that counter left hook, and Matt Brown was out. Good night. Dropped to the ground. Miguel jumped on him, hit him with two more shots, and that was it. Hell yeah, man. I mean, Bieza looked looked real good. I mean, yeah, he, he recovered pretty well too. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think he was gonna recover because I mean, he got up against the defense in the first round and got pieced up. I mean, Matt Brown didn't hold anything back. Lost his mouthpiece and everything. So. Yeah, I, I felt like that was a way to recover. Yeah. I feel like he did it on purpose. Just good shit, man. So, moving on to the main card. This is where we made all our points. Well, I, I didn't make no fucking points. I did. <laughs> Sorry about that. How many points you make? What, 40? Uh, 35. Yeah. 
what can I say? I made something. Made more than more than three people. I know that. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> so, moving on to the main card, we got Sonya Dong taking on Marlon Chito Vera. Now, I don't know about you, but this was the start, or yeah, this was the start of the bad judges right here. Yeah, and it's weird because I, I I've had some people tell me that Song Yadong won, but I really feel like Marlon Vera won this fight. I feel like Vera won it too because of the takedowns and the knockdown. He knocks him down, and and, and these these judges were supposed to adopt the new rules of MMA, and and if I'm not mistaken, if if you get a knockdown in a in a round, it's is that a 10-8 round? Or is it No. Like, but your opponent can't get a 10-8 on you if you knock them down, correct? What are you talking A 10-8 is when 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 the other when your opponent has no offense. Right, I agree. So if Marlon Vera knocks down Song Yadong, Song Yadong cannot get a 10-8 round on Marlon Vera in that round. Hell no. Okay, well, that happened. That's weird. That's why this is bad judging. Yeah. So that's why I think this was a, was shitty judging. Marlon knocked him down, and still Yadong came out with a 10-8 round. What the, f- what the hell? Like, craziness. Yeah, I mean, he got fucking robbed. Yeah, and he ain't the only one that got robbed in this. I mean, the 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 most egregious one is the co-main event, but we'll get into that later. Um, but what do you think about Yudon in this one? I mean, he he definitely he did land a lot of hard shots on Vera, but I thought Vera like overall won the MMA. Like he showed more um, versatility. Like on the ground and on the standing in the cage on the cage on the ground. Yeah, I wasn't one. impressed with Song Yudong. I think uh, he didn't look too good against Marlon Vera. And like I said, maybe put him against Ricky Simone or something. Mm-hmm. The more you say it, the more I'm liking that matchup. Yeah. So moving on, we got uh, Eric Anders taking on uh, Christoph Jopto. Uh This was a middleweight fight. Um, how did you see it going down, and were you uh, surprised or this? You already know I had Jocko winning by decision. Yeah, I know that, but everybody listening doesn't know that. (laughs) They might if they're fucking faithful. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Jocko. uh, I don't know. Eric Anders is just not performing. Maybe he needs to hang him up too. I thought he Kinda was retiring. Eric Anders and Anthony Smith, man, they're both like, you know, fighters. I think they're both in the same. They're from the same camp too. Yeah. And they're both kind of like just not looking like themselves anymore. Maybe it's that camp, man. Maybe it's that camp, or or could it be just like this craziness in in this year, twenty twenty, is not. Not a good year for you know training partners and and training in general. I don't know. I could be wrong. 
I don't know, because some, some of the corners look really good, you know? Yeah, some of them do. But this one, uh, Kristoff won via decision, and I didn't even think it was close. I don't know. How did you feel? Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, not at all. It wasn't even close. Yeah, I mean, that, that decision was made. I'm surprised, but I I honestly was thinking, like, ah, oh, they're probably going to give it the Anders just because judging is fucking weird. Yeah. Um, so moving on, we had uh, a 145-pound fight where Dan Ige took on the, the newly 145-pounder uh, Edson Barbosa. And Edson Barbosa looks humongous for this weight class. Well, see, this reminded me of the fight earlier in the in the night, the the Giggy, Giga mm-hmm. fight. Yeah, that's about the same. And I feel like difference. they should have gave the decision to Barboza. Uh, this was a pretty pretty controversial win for Danny Gay. I don't think that he deserved the win, to be honest. No, I don't think so either. I think Bar- I seen I seen Barboza did say on social media, "Give me my fucking." Uh, Give me my win bonus. Everybody knows I won and booked me a fight in July. Right. I agree. I agree with that. He beat the shit out of uh, Danny Gay. And I was, yeah, it, it, I don't even understand how he won any of that shit. Yeah. This was another one where he knocked the guy down and got a 10-8. I'm like, how is that even possible? How is that possible? How are you handing out 10-8 rounds like this? It, it, it should not. This should not happen. Yeah. Should not have, and and you know what? It's not like Dan Ige lost that match that badly. I would have been happy with a draw. Legitimately, I would have been happy See, with a draw. To me, I felt like Barboza really won that fight. I mean, Barboza. I think Barboza squeaked it out in the end because he was whipping his ass in a third round pretty good. But the first, the first round went to Dan Ige. The second round, I would say, probably went to Barboza, but it was really close. And then the third round definitely went to Barboza. So yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I they got they got to do something about these judges because this is getting this is getting damn damn near awful. I mean, just horrible. And speaking of, tell horrible, me how to fuck. Yeah, tell me how to fuck. Uh, Claudia won that fight. There's there's no ex- she didn't win a round in this fucking fight. Not a round. How the fuck did she win? And I I mean, how the fuck did she win this fight? This is just unbelievable. Unbelievable how much Claudia lost this fight and then and then they give it to her. It's it was like they didn't they didn't even watch the fight. I feel like they didn't even watch the fight. I feel like they just saw the names and was like, Oh, I know Gadelia. I've seen her big name before. Here you go. Gadelia won. It was, it was like it. It really felt like that for me when I seen this because Angela Hill was, was winning in the clinch. She was winning on the ground. I, I mean, I just don't. I don't see where where Claudia was was winning. I just don't. No, not at all. I mean, maybe grappling exchanges, but that doesn't. She didn't do enough to win her the rounds, in my opinion. She didn't keep her. On the uh, she almost got knocked out in the second round. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's just it's a, it's a shitty fucking call. With the judges suck, dude. Yeah, and it, it's like three three in a row that that were questionable. Three in a row. I mean, come on. Yeah. 
It's like, come on, man. You you got to do better than this. Somebody has to hold these people accountable for this shit because uh, they it's just they just have uh, say to do whatever. I mean, where's the accountability? They can just say, oh, you know, I'm I'm sorry, I wasn't watching uh, uh, Red Corner one. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Uh, you gotta you gotta you gotta have some type of accountability for these judges. And it just seems like the commission or whoever hires them just doesn't. Yeah. And then um, go ahead. Nothing. Are we going on to the heavyweight fight or not yet? Yeah, yeah, we can go on to that. So, the main event was Alistair Overeem taking on Walt Harris. Now, the whole night, it's not just like their fight this was done. The whole night, there was little cutscenes and little uh, video packages of Walt Harris training. Walt Harris going through the craziness with his daughter being uh murdered and uh kidnapped and murdered and everything and and it's a terrible tragedy to hear anybody go through that crap let alone somebody that's in our sport to go through that crap and and i don't know like you you and i said earlier i thought this was in bad taste of the the ufc to even you know pitch it like this through the whole night. Yeah, you could have you could have did something. Okay, yeah, he's battling adversity coming back uh through the main event video package, but not the whole damn night. This night was it was this was like a whole night for Walt Harris. And uh, I just I just don't, didn't think it was good. Yeah, I mean, for me, so the way I look at it is like it, it looked as though that he did fight very emotional. And I think for him, it was too early to come back. That's yeah. what I got out of this. Yeah. I mean, he he um came out and fought very, very aggressive and then blew his wide and then kind of just, you know, got fucked up. But for me, honestly, I think the ref could have stopped it, bro, in the first round. Ooh. What? When, when, um... When Walt Harris... Basically knocked him out and fucking was on top of him, beating on him. He was beating like, on him. Like, Dan Mergulati let that shit go on way more than any other ref has let the fights go on lately here. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Kurzog or Har- Harzog, Jason Herzog, <laughs> let Anthony Smith go for a while. <laughs> I mean, we just got done talking about that. No, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, they... Like, with, 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 with uh, the way they did it with Dan, I mean... um. With who? Uh, Dominic Cruz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Keith Peterson. Uh, it's like, can we get, instead of two extremes, can we just get one medium, like, where it's not that bad? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just sad that you can get it for one person and let it go, and then another person, they're like, uh, oh, you know, mm, whatever. It's done. Or it's, just keep fighting, keep fighting. There's no consistency there. Yeah, so each ref could be a complete could want, you know, certain calls can literally change the whole fight. Oh yeah. And and it's ridiculous. Yeah. And it seemed like it seemed like once once uh Walt hit him a couple times and the fight continued, uh either he gave up or he completely exhausted his arms out and just could not He beat on that man and he was out and he kept 
he kept letting him recover, and he gassed himself out, and then Overeem took him down. Of course. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, he for sure, he definitely lost the fight. I'm not even trying to claim he didn't. Okay. But they they could have they it was possible they could have stopped that fight in the first in my opinion i mean it, there's for how many how many how many fucking hits did he take right that that's definitely uh questionable i i i agree with it to a certain extent but after overeem started recovering it was like oh well he's not really he's not really out cuz if he was and he was all woozy. I mean, how we knew he was recovering though? Because I mean, he wasn't even standing up like Dominic Cruz was. True, but you he, know, he did. You know, you know, you agreed with that. You agreed with that stoppage, but you, you think that they, that it's okay because he was fine? No, I thought I think it was thirteen unanswered strikes with Dominic Cruz, and that. How many unanswered strikes was it with with? Uh... There's without serving. There's a difference. And Walt Harris. There's a difference between what Walt Harris did and what 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 Dominic Cruz took. Dominic, yeah. Dominic Cruz uh, took unanswered shots, right? Overeem took unanswered shots going forward, but he still blocked. Uh, Dominic Cruz didn't block any shots. I think that's the only difference I see. Like Overeem at least had his hands up blocking. Dominic Cruz just stood there and took him. It's like, yeah, I can see you stopping that fight for the fighter's safety. But if Overeem's, like, blocking, hey, you can take a little bit of leeway there. That That's the only way I'm like, well, maybe I could see. But I kind of agree with you that you could you could have stopped it in the first, and I'd have been okay with that. By far, Overeem took more damage by putting his hand in the way and just staying there and letting the man beat on his head with the hand in the way, then uh, Dominic Cruz getting up and getting punched in the face. Are, are Really? So, yep. So if I punch you in the face and your hands are down, that's that's better than putting your hand up to try and block it. Let me, let me, let me just, let, let's be realistic about this, okay? Okay, let's be realistic. You tell me which one you would rather. Okay. You get to stand up and let Dominic Cruz, I mean, uh, Henry Cejudo punch you as hard as he punched Dominic Cruz when he was punching him. Okay. Or you get to stand in a kind of like a hurt, like a hurtled over position with your hand in front of your face as fucking Walt Harris beats on it. Well, if if it's if it's a uh, two hundred pound me taking on two hundred seventy pound Walt Harris, yeah, I'm not gonna like that. Versus little one. 25 pound uh, Henry Cejudo or 135 pound Henry Cejudo. That's my point. I understand that. I understand that. But both guys weigh the same. I mean, the, the weight difference is the same. They both weigh. It doesn't weighed, matter, dude. They both You're still in. getting hit by somebody that of that caliber. Yeah, but you can take more as a heavier guy. You could, I mean, it's not like Dominic Cruz was getting hit by Walt Harris. And it wasn't like. Uh, Alistar was getting hit by a truck. I mean, he was getting hit by Walt Harris. But I think if somebody's trying to block and just letting punches hit them, I mean, come on. The whole thing is intelligent defense. Standing there and taking a clean shot unanswered and unblocked is not intelligent. 
in any shape. At least you're putting your hand up. That's a somewhat intelligent move. I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, moving on with with that, where do you see Alistair Overing going on from this? I mean, he's long in the tooth. I don't see him getting a title shot. Uh, I mean, who do you even pair him up with after this? He can be a nice, nice gatekeeper. Yeah, but he's not going to want to do this. He's only got like maybe four fights left in him. Maybe. I, I mean, don't know. He, he's been doing this for 20-some years. Over 20 years. It's crazy. He made his, he made his debut. Alistair Overy made his debut in 1999. It's 2020, man. It's crazy. Yeah, he's all right. That's a long, long, long. He don't necessarily look that like he don't feel that old in there. You know what I mean? Right. Like he doesn't look like he. He doesn't look forty, and he feels. Yeah, it's not. It's not affecting him that bad yet. Right. Right. So I, if I was if I was Alistair, I maybe maybe do like one, two more fights at the most, and be like, I'm out, y'all. I'm out with my health. See ya. There's lots of interesting fights for him though. Kind of, I mean, not meaningful fights though. That's that's the that's the crappy part. Yeah, they're interesting to see, but they're not meaningful for him to, you know, to advance. The thing about Alistair is somebody that's been doing it that long. They're not a big. They're not in it for the cash grab. They're doing they're in it for the love of the fight, the love of the sport. So I'm sure that he'll be taking fights. Yeah. And, until he feels that he's really not able to uh, perform with the level that, you know, is being put in front of him. Right. So he did have a talk with Ariel Hawani over the weekend. And uh, Ariel asked him a similar question like that. And uh, Alistair's response was, he's been fighting damn near 20 years, 27 years of training uh, 20 years or 21 years of professional fighting. Um, and he's had over 92 fights, 93 fights. And he says he's going to stop after four fights. And the magic number for him is 96. So he's going to call it quits at 96 fights. Huh. It's a weird number. That is a weird number, and, and uh, Ariel asked him, why don't you just do four more and get the 100? And he was like, yeah, well, um, looking at everything and looking at the timeline and and the way things work out, it's going to be 96. He's like, oh, so you've thought about this a lot? He says, yes, I have. I can see the end. Hmm. I was like, damn. That's why he thinks I, he's going to get the title and retire? If I was him and, and that was an option, fuck yeah. <laughs> Four more fights, so that's yeah. I mean, that's hoping that everything goes well. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, he's got to beat Francis. He's got to beat uh, Stipe or DC or whoever, whoever has the title at that point, and and get the get the title. And I think he has to fight Curtis again, right? That would be. He has to fight Curtis Blades again, don't you think? Um, I think he can get away without fighting him again. You think so? Yeah, and I think they might be training partners now. 
They are, but I mean, like, Curtis is number three, I think. Number four, number three, something like that. He's pretty good. Yeah, dumb. well, I, like I said, I think that he can get away with not fighting him. Maybe he won't. Right. So that was that was the two fights in this week. I mean, that, that was a lot of fighting for one week of M for one week in MMA. I mean, that's a that's a lot to do and a lot to put on in one week. And and they were organized and they did it pretty damn good, man. I don't think really not any hiccups happened through this whole two fight card. Yeah, I mean. And they did it, like, uh, what is it, Wednesday and a Saturday? I didn't mind it at all. Yeah, yeah. I was half expecting it to be tomorrow, another one, you know? And then Saturday, have another one. And it would be Yeah, I think they're having problems figuring out where they're going to do it. Yeah. So, I was thinking that we would have to go over upcoming fights, but there aren't any upcoming fights right now that are uh, concrete. The closest fight we have is on May 30th and right as of right now and what day is this the 19th as of the 19th um there is no fight location for the May 30th card where Tyron Woodley will take on uh, Gilbert Burns and and not only is there not a location but there's not a real fight card there's only I could only find 3 3 fights on that whole card and I was looking pretty damn hard for it. I mean, you got Gilbert Burns taking on Tyron Woodley in a main event. And somewhere on there, you have Hannah Cyphers taking on uh, Mackenzie Dern. And then you have another one, uh, I think is J- Jaleel Jacobs taking on somebody else that I can't pronounce. And that's all the things I could find. What about the one that says USC two fifty uh Mana Nunez versus Felicia that, Spencer? But that's not that's not in that's not on May thirtieth. That's June sixth. That's June sixth, and that's a pay per view. And that's a weak ass pay per view if you ask me. I think they need to do something to, to spice to spice that up. Because I'm not paying I, I don't get it because I'm not paying that money for that. The co main event is Charles Bird. Yeah. He's not. He's on a losing streak. If anything, it's like the fuck. <laughs> Any other fight on the on the main card that they have there fits as a better co-main. Excuse me. Right. He's taking on uh, Maki Pitalolo, and uh, I mean the the one underneath that is Ian Heinish taking on Gerald Mearshart. These are prelim fights. These aren't main event fights. Uh, Ian, Ian Heinish, um, I think pretty he's, good. I, I like Ian Heinish, and I like Gerald Mearshart, but I think they are, um, the main event for the prelims, not, not main event, main card person, or main card people. They gotta Formiga win. versus Perez could be a co-main, come on. Formiga versus Perez could be on the main card, yes, but it's, I mean, it's a better co-main from what we're looking at. But they, they can put together a better fight card than this. They just can. It's and you already know Alonzo Minefield or whatever his name is. Yeah. The Alonzo guy. You already know he, he he's going to beat the fuck out of Devin Clark. Oh, my God. Yeah, without question. Without question. It's not even going to be a... That's a slaughter. 
I'd like. I want to see the odds on that. I bet you it's like a, a 1,400 favorite. I mean, it's just horrible. Guy ain't got no no shot in how winning. But what do you think of? Uh, do you think they get the May 30th card in Las Vegas, or do you think they have to look outside of Las Vegas? I don't know. I thought I saw some shit about they might put some, a bunch of cards in Arizona. That that's the word on the street. The word on the street is if they if Nevada's not opened by that time, and they can't do it in the apex, that they're going to go to Arizona and put on shows down there. Now my question is like, okay, yeah, you're putting on shows, and that's great, and yeah, I know you're hoping that the apex arena is available, and if not, then you're going to go to Arizona. Well, what happened to that island that you bought? What happened to that one? Like, you should always have a location in your back pocket. Fight Island is right there. Maybe they're having trouble people getting people to go to Fight Island right now or being illegally going there. Okay. I didn't think about that. Because you can't leave the country or something like that? I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess. I'm not sure. Hmm. Yeah. I guess I didn't think about that. I'm like I said, I'm really not sure, so I'm not like trying to like, oh, it's in your face. I knew that. No, I don't even know if that's the case because they might have let that since a lot of places are opening back up. Maybe they, uh, you know, they're letting people fly out of the country now. I yeah. don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, they're letting people fly out of Germany. I know that for a fact. We had guys from Germany coming to my job. So I know I know there's international flights taking place. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't too happy about that. Whatever, not getting into that shit. So, um, the other thing that was kind of cool that we got was uh, when OSP took on uh, Ben Rothwell. We had John Jones tweeting out everything under the sun, trying to get attention. That he could see himself uh, fighting a heavyweight. And the heavyweight he chose was Francis Ngannou. Yeah, I think Francis also chose him too. Oh, yeah. And I think that this is becoming more and more realistic. Like it might happen soon. <laughs> that would be great. That would be so great. I, would I don't love. know if they're just doing this just to build... You know, hype behind their own name for for a minute to stay relevant, or if they actually are serious. But it seems like they both want it. Yeah, I think John said something like, "Send the deal, send the deal." And Dana's like, "I don't really think those guys really want to fight each other." If I was Francis, I would be begging for that fight. Like, come on, come on, let me knock this dude out. Let me knock this dude out. You think that Francis would knock out John Jones? Um. Banking on it. I'll bet all the money in the world John Jones wins. Okay. You're a fucking fool. Okay. Francis is bigger than John. Not really. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, is, really. but he isn't. He is. He's taller than John? No, he's not. Yeah. Same height. I don't know if that's true. I do know it's true. I looked it up. Okay. <laughs> I mean, and then he's way bigger. 
like size wise. Fuck what you mean size wise, huh? What what kind of freaky diggy Dutch shit you doing over there? <laughs> I mean uh, He's got more power. That's but yeah. But Jones has got way more speed. Come on now. He does have way more speed and he has more um intelligence. Technical. And, and I I'd say he has a, a higher ring IQ than Francis. Technical. He's, he'll pick him a fucking part, bro. Come on now. I don't know. I don't know if that that little pitter pat shit that he does, where he where he sticks. He won't. He won't do that dumb shit though. I mean, he'd have to take him down. That's this. This reminds me of. Uh, I mean, it might not be the same, but you remember when? Um, it's just just thinking about it. You remember when? Um, that one dude on on Game of Thrones fought the big ass dude, and he was like flipping around him and shit, and. He ended up getting his head crushed, though. Oh, you're talking about Dante Martell taking on the mountain? Yeah, I, I, I remember that well. Don, yeah. Don, Dante won, but in the end, the mountain crushed his fucking head. <laughs> and so I, maybe something like that will happen with John Jones versus <laughs> Francis Ngannou. Oh, man. If Francis gets a hold of John, though, I mean, it's lights out. Lights out. I mean, Francis would take his head off. Clean off his fucking shoulders. <laughs> I could. I can't wait. If that. If this fight gets made, oh, the joy it would bring me to see John Jones get knocked out. Oh, I would. I would. I would buy the the tape and and watch it daily. <laughs> you would masturbate to it. We know. <laughs> it would. It would be glorious. <laughs> oh my god. Man, yeah. It would be- um. I think that. So There's great. no chance in hell that Nagano wins. But okay, no chance in hell that Nagano wins. But obviously you... he can get a knockout. I'm not saying okay, fine. I really don't think the odds are in his favor. Do you think that this fight gets made though? No. Why? It doesn't. It didn't seem like Dana wanted to make the fight. It was like, oh, yeah, they're both talking. Okay, yeah. yeah there's a big because di- the heavyweight division is in shambles. Oh, 100% it is. So they're going to have Francis fight someone else for the title and not John Jones. Right. Who's going to fight DC? DC don't want that smoke. Um, He, he probably would fight him, but... um. DC does not want to fight Francis. He has said that on multiple occasions. Who else is there? There's uh, Alistair. There's Curtis Blades. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I don't know. Well, Stipe is talking about he's going to fight, so who knows? We've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Francis Ngannou literally is the one. Yeah, it's it's his belt. I mean, Stipe... Stipe should fight Francis before Daniel. You think so? I think so, yeah. And we get Dan, Dan, DC versus Jones 3. Yeah. I mean... 
you got Junior Dos Santos coming off a couple wins. And then, you know, Curtis Blades. Junior Dos Santos literally just got knocked out by Curtis Blades and Francis Ngannou. What the fuck you mean? Dos Santos just lost? I thought he won I thought he won one of those fights. Neither one did he win. Uh, Not even close. Who am I getting him mixed up with? I think I'm getting him mixed up with Glover. That's a that's a whole different weight class. Hmm. But Curtis, the heavyweight division sucks, dude. Maybe they need fucking they need, John Jones. They need so does a light heavyweight. They need something because Curtis Blaze is taking on Alexander Volkov soon, which I think is not smart by Curtis Blades. He'll be fine. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I, don't, I ain't nobody. Mm. Goddamn right. <laughs> so the other thing, the other cool thing that, that happened during this week of fights was uh, Kevin Randleman getting into the Hall of Fame. What did you think about that? That's cool, I guess. I mean, did I, you, didn't really, I didn't really watch him. You know what I mean? I mean, did you you seen him when he picked up Fedor though? I mean, that's that's highlight material. Yeah, I've seen I've seen his highlights. You know what I mean? I'm just not like I didn't watch a lot of his matches or anything. Yeah, I mean, he was the when I was first introduced to Kevin Randleman it was in the first UFC game, and he was the guy that could he was the black guy with the blonde hair that could jump like clear over the cage because when he come out he would. He would do that jumping, jumping, jumping crap to get warmed up. And he was jumping like as high as the cage. It's crazy. Mm. And he would just murk people. I mean, just, just, it was, it was, it was a brutal, brutal, violent fight when, when, oh, yeah. when Kevin Randleman was fighting somebody. It was bad. Yeah, man. Yeah. It was good stuff. So, welcome. <laughs> So I mean, with with the the fight coming up with Tyron Woodley taking on Gilbert Burns, I mean, who do you think wins that fight? Uh, um, it's tough to say. Um, do you think Woodley comes out flat again, like he used or like he did with Kamar? Do you think comes out uh, guns blazing like he would be fighting Colby or something? I think that he'll come out stale and Burns will win. Yeah, that's what I was banking on too. I think Burns would win, and I think he's ducking Colby because if I was Tyron, I would be like the fight to make the money fight to make is Colby. You fight Colby, you make a boatload of money. You could sell a lot of tickets. Uh, I'm not, a lot of pay per views at this point. Excuse me. Cause ain't no tickets getting sold, but um, yeah, you could you could definitely make money with Colby more so than with Gilbert Burns. Yeah, and just it just makes him it makes him look weak in my opinion that he's ducking them people. He's ducking Kumar, he's ducking uh, Masvidal, and he's ducking uh, Colby. I just don't I don't know. Tyron better win in uh, devastating fashion if he wants to come back with some clout. So he's got a lot riding on this fight whenever it happens. If it happens on May 30th or some some other time. I wouldn't be surprised if Burns submits him. 
neither would I. That's not out of the realm of possibility. Takes Burns down, Burns fucking submits him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that happening. So do you have anything else that you want to get into? Uh, no, other than I've been trying to stream every day now, which I've been doing it for a couple days now. Uh, you know, check me out, MMA Marks, or MMA underscore Marks on Twitch. Hell yeah. And, you know, um, just been doing my thing over that way. I've been having fun doing Ultimate Team, even though I suck at it. (laughs) (laughs) Playing ranked, doing the featured fighters, using CM Punk whenever people ask. Yeah. And it's all kinds of craziness. Nice, nice. I've noticed you have been getting a lot more comfortable with the stream and chatting and having your own little community that you have built. Um, fuck you mean I'm getting more comfortable? I've been comfortable, son. Oh, 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 excuse the fuck out of me. You've been comfortable. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's... Uh, so if anybody wants... You say you're doing one every day. Do you have a set time when people no, can I've come been, see I've you? I've been changing it up. You know, that way, you know, I might catch might catch the late guys. I might catch the early morning guys. Okay. I mean, like I said, eventually I'll uh, I'll start doing a whole schedule. Mm-hmm. But for, but for now, I'm just gonna stick to at least do a, like like the other day I had like a six seven hour stream. Damn. But I'm gonna at least do a little bit. If I, if I can only get on for a little bit, I'll still do uh, like one a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll stick with that goal first and then see what I got to do with anything else. Hell yeah. That's awesome, dude. Well, it was a hell of a hell of a week in MMA. I mean, we got two fight cards done. We got a lot to talk about and uh it was craziness. And so who's on top right now with uh with the Fight Pick Championship? I did forget to ask you that before we get out of here. Um Let's see. Trying to look now. Okay. So the current rankings, as we said, I'm looking them up because I'm faster than you. (laughs) We have Alpha still in first place with 895 points. Got Chaney on his tail with 860. You right underneath and me. Right at your hail, seven fifty apiece. Then Grampy back with the amazing leap forward all the way to fourth place. He's running in with six hundred and sixty. Juice at the same at six sixty. We got Emmanuel from Lap B at six forty five. Backlog Network at six forty, and Ray Umaplata Soup coming up from the behind uh, at four hundred and fifty five points. Man. This this uh, tournament has been turning into a craziness with all this movement this week. So, looking forward to that and uh, looking forward to knocking you off your pedestal and surpassing you and going right up the channel and right up the chain to beat uh, Chain <coughs> herself. Yeah, sorry, dude. I just got a little distracted with some shit. It's all but, good. yeah. Uh, let's just hope that there's plenty to try to catch up to alpha man it's <clears throat> it's rough yeah just hope that alpha keeps forgetting those picks <laughs> that works for me hell yeah so 
with all that being said, I'm Ricky. I'm Buddy. And we're out of here. See, See you. you.